rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, what's up, everybody? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Yeah, what the hell? Because we're on the right side of history, the right side of democracy, the right side of humanity, the right side of decency, dignity. Um, I can go on, and I will. We'll bring the receipts, because I'm in a bad mood. I'm always in a bad mood. Not always. Am I always in a bad mood? I'm cranky since zygote, right? I'm living in the United States of serfs and lords. I see a grifter getting free government health care paid with the taxpayer money without paying his fair share. He paid $750 in taxes in 26. I mean, this is ridiculous. But he got the best health care money could buy. Our money could buy. So, we'll get into it. My name is Tara Devlin. Like I said, this is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Please give the show a good review on iTunes and get and keep coming back. It works if you work. It's a work and you're worth it. We're also on Verdant Square Radio. Thank you so much. Another amazing, uh, what do you call it? Liberal talk show. I mean, liberal radio station. We need more of them. We need, well, support Verdant Square Radio. And maybe we'll have a run for our money. Frankly, we gotta. We don't have. We don't have the big billionaire benefactors like the Republicans do, and they're grifters. That's what they gotta be. They the same old, the same old um, interests. The big moneyed interests that have always been uh, an adversary of democracy and the rights of the people having a seat at the table. They're at it again. They, they've they been at it the entire history of this country. If this were the 1770s, they would be called loyalists. Now they're just called republicans. Well, they call themselves republicans. They're irritating. Yeah, hi. Uh, where am I? I, I want to go on... Where is the YouTube channel? Go to YouTube if you're on any other chat or whatever. If you want to chat, check out YouTube at youtube.com slash c slash rdt daily media for, you know, hanging out purposes. Hold on, something dropped. I'm back. <laughs> Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. If you are, if you can, I know the, the pandemic is a nightmare and a lot of people are hanging by a thread. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We don't have any new patrons to report. So... Well, obviously, we're not doing our jobs. 
Everybody has to share the show, like the show, hit the notification bell, subscribe. I, I'm sick of saying it as much as you're sick of friggin' hearing it. Trust me. Okay. But someone out there, not everybody, but I, I mean, some people are doing okay in this pandemic. I don't know. What's wrong with humans? Uh, you know, because I'm thinking liberals, we don't have the big moneyed interest, as we know. But people who are well-heeled or have money or come from money or are made money, who the hell knows? They're, they're are decent people among that crowd as well. So normal people, people who don't want to watch the, the 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 democracy that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us be unraveled by a con man. So if you're out there and you can afford it, even uh, $2 a month helps because it helps get us up in the ratings. The more people that sign up for patrons, the more we get, uh, you know, exposed not to not to be graphic or anything. Yeah, all right. Um today a lot of things suck as we know. Get ready, guys. I've been saying it all the time. You've hear you've heard it other places as well. Twitler's not leaving. You get it? He's Isn't that a song? I'm not leaving. He but it's not entertaining. He's not leaving the White House. We're under the tyranny of the minority. Despite receiving fewer votes, and tomorrow we're going to get another taste of the tyranny of the minority as the Republicans whine and cry and claim themselves to be victims while they're pushing this Amy Coney Barrett, another illegitimate Supreme Court justice, on the bench to follow the other illegitimate Supreme, Supreme Court justices that they put on the bench. They're not a majority party. They don't represent a majority of people. They don't even receive the most votes. This can't be stressed enough. Every Democrat that gets out there needs to stress this shit. Like today, when I was watching MSNBC, as I do when I'm getting ready for the show, I'm sitting here, I'm listening to it, I don't know, it annoys me because I feel like part of what we do here is to not just break through the right wing propaganda, but the corporatist propaganda. And that's what you're going to get on the corporate media. But they asked someone, one of the pundits asked, um, what are you going to do if they put a, if they push this Amy Coney Barrett? And it seems like they have the they have enough votes to do it. Will Democrats pack the court? And then they cut to Joe Biden saying, "I don't want to answer that question about will Democrats packing the court because it's a distraction." I mean, it's a good idea that he doesn't answer that question. Don't. But why are you using pack the court? That's the Republican frame. 
Why is Joe Biden saying, I'm not going to answer the question of packing the court? It's not packing the court. There's nothing in the Constitution that says we have to have nine Supreme Court justices. In fact, the Supreme Court has the, the population, the numbers of justices on the Supreme Court have changed over time in the history of our country. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, it's changed five times. Let me see. Supreme Court size changed five times, if I'm not mistaken. I might be. That's why I'm... Oh, yeah, here we go. The U.S. Supreme Court changed size seven times in its first 80 years, from as few as five justices to as many as ten justices. Now, some argue it's time to revisit the issue. Nine justices make up the U.S. Supreme Court, one chief justice and eight associate justices. So we're, uh, we remember nine justices because that's our lifetime. It's another reason why democracies fail, okay, in a way. Because you don't remember. Once Twitler, when they start crossing the line and violating norms, and then those norms become regular order, and time marches on, and the generation that even remembered a time when the, the, uh, the government of the, you know, that the, that the founders felt, fought a revolution to entrust to us had, I don't know, whatever. I'm, not, I, I'm, tr I'm trying to explain it, but I'm not saying the words correctly. There will come a time where the, we won't remember the, what was norm, what was a norm, what was vital to democracy, what, what, what the standards are. Just because we've lived in a world with nine justices doesn't mean that that's the way it's going to be. And, or it has to be, especially when we're up against a, a death cult, a less votes getting death cult. Okay, all right. Without, I guess I'll put the hyperbolic terms on this shelf for a second. We're up against, just for the math, a minority representing. I don't know, bunch of people who don't receive the most votes. So give me a break here. They, they represent a minority of people, Americans. I say that f f term loosely. They don't receive the most votes. And I'm not just talking about the friggin' con man in the White House. Enough. Why are we apologizing? And we represent, we represent more people in general in the country. And, and the agenda that they're pushing is not in the, uh, it's, not a, it's not embraced by the majority of Americans by far. So come on with this shit. 
I believe, yes, I think that Joe Biden is right. He shouldn't answer those questions. They're a distraction. That's why the Republicans want to talk about it. What are they going to talk about other than that? The, the only thing they have for these anti-American fascists, these religio-fascists who want to take over this country because they can't handle democracy. They have never been able to. From the time they were burning witches. That's the kind of demon-haunted world they're trying to drag us back to. And they do it in the guise of what? That they are um, pro-life? And even using that frame. They're not pro-life, they're pro-birth. And Democrats better start saying it. Don't use their frame. In fact... What do we say here? This is why what we do is so important on the real liberal media. Look this up. Look it up. If I'm saying, if this isn't true, then give me your proof. But we have the math. Abortions go down under democratic reality-based policies. They go up under Republican abstinence-only bullshit policies, and plus removing all kinds of health, education, living wages. All of these factors reduce the numbers of abortions. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. Here, I'm sick of hearing it from them. The lies. They're not pro-life. They are pro-birth. They are pro-oligarchy. They're pro Oh, believe me, you know what? You understand that when Twitler, well, we have it from Michael Cohen that, you know, Twitler, well, was that, was that what he paid for an abortion? Uh, I should put that on the shelf because I have to, <clears throat> I have to, <clears throat> what do you call it? Look that up again. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have to drink something. So, Okay, let me see where where is my friends in the chat room and my frenemies. Are my friends here? Do I have any friends? I don't know. Whatever. I have cats. I have Ray. I have little Ray. Yes, Ray is here to stay. Okay. Didn't take much. It's not even Ray's one week anniversary. God damn it. He's only here. He's not here. What's today's date? Wait, wait, wait. I got him on... I found... I Well, I rescued him on Sunday. It's not even five, seven days yet. Okay, Ray's, Ray has his... He had his balls removed yesterday. This is why I didn't do a show last night. I should have announced it on Discord. <clears throat> because I, I was going to do a show, but then I felt bad because I wanted to watch him and make sure he was okay. He was kind of high. So all is well with Ray, the little B Black Lives Matter kitten. Well, he's about six months old, the doctor says. We're going to call him. So we have Francis Jr. Jr., the resist kitten, the resist cat. We have Tara Jr. Jr., the Antifa cat. And now we have Ray, the BLM cat. It's okay. He's better off without his balls. He's not mad at me. 
He's more angry that he's wearing that cone. It's better that he doesn't have his balls. I don't want him spraying in my house. He's not going out. He's a house cat now. He, like, like me, he's been out. He doesn't want to go out anymore. He knows what it's like out there. That's how I feel. I've, honey, I've been out. I've been out. I've been out a long time. I'm tired of out. I want to be in now. That's how he feels. He told me. Oh, my God. Shannon. I just looked at the super chats. Thank you, Shannon, for your amazingly generous super chat. Shannon and Jim, of course. Jim is unbelievably uh, consistent, that's for sure. Always put this, the cover charge on the table. Because this is sort of like hanging out at a, our local... Like Mike Malloy has his campfire. I guess we have our... What do we have? I don't know. Sort of like an open mic, but only one <laughs> person talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. That's me talking. I don't know. Whatever. Um. Okay. Ah, see? Greg says, I was envious of Ray getting all T-Buster's attention until she chopped, <laughs> chopped him off. Exactly. Poor Ray. It's not okay. It's not poor Ray. What's he going to do with those balls besides spray on my walls? Right? He don't need them. He's not going out. He's not going to be creating more kittens to add to the population problem out there. And he's in here. And my other two cats don't have balls either. So, And Francis doesn't even have a penis. Okay? You know that. He's been completely castrated because of all of his problems. And not for aesthetic reasons. So, yeah. All right. I got to watch the time. Only because on Saturdays we have, it goes by quick because of the, I got to do the, it's, the, the show is two hours on Saturdays, okay? It's not, it can't just go over. It's more, we got to, I got to stick to a schedule on Saturdays. That's why I like during the week. If you become a patron, we can have a daily show with a set time. That'd be great. And next week we're going to have a guest, which I'm really looking forward to. Let me see. He's a guy. I'm really kind of jealous of him, too. He is, he wrote a book um, called... Wait, where is, did he write a book? Where is it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I actually did it. Becoming a Canadian because of Trump. His name is Stephen Shanebart, Ph.D., and he's going to be on this program next week talking about how he emigrated to Canada. And the reason he did it was Twitler. And I'm damn jealous, frankly. Because he did it. He picked up and he left. And now he's got... He lives amongst nice people with socialized medicine. That's my, that must be very nice. So, okay, a couple of things. We're gonna we'll get to that. I'm I'm so mad that we had to pay for Twitler's 
COVID treatment? Disgusting. I'm Tara Devlin. We'll be right back. Yeah, Trump got the greatest health care. He got government health care in a, in, in a public hospital. Walter Reed is a 100% taxpayer-funded hospital. That's why we pay our taxes. But that's supposed, it's supposed to be for service members, not for a grifter, a tax-cheating, draft-dodging grifter, so we can get him better, so he can lie to the American people. He can get back out there to tickle racist funny bones and have super spreader parties and lie and can kill more Americans and lie about voting in this country so he can avoid jail time for stealing taxes, for his tax evasive life, being a con man. What? That's what's going on. We paid for him to have all this experimental treatment so he can go out there and get up on his his balcony, Covita on the balcony. Really? What is with dictators and balconies? So from Jacobin Magazine, Donald Trump got great government health care. We all deserve the same by Jeff Weaver. Days after attacking socialized medicine during the presidential debate. This makes me want to vomit. Donald Trump received government health care to treat his coronavirus. Former Bernie Sanders campaign manager Jeff Weaver argues that we all deserve that type of, that that high quality public care that Twitler received, the con man who doesn't pay taxes. We paid for him like we will pay for all of them. All of the Republicans who are squatting in their positions of authority despite receiving fewer votes, representing fewer Americans, pushing a a minority-approved agenda, all of them wrote into their laws. That's what they do. They write themselves legislation that gives themselves raises, that gives them a nice fat pension for life that includes health care for life. It's good to be the king and his and all of his minions and the dukes and the barons. This is the way it was back in the days in the kind of system the founders rebelled against, right? We we this thing we're doing here was supposed to be for we the people, though. But funny how it always ends up this way. A few selfish bastards who have they don't have an ideology their ideology is selfishness twitler is not an ideologue if he could get more bang for his buck promoting liberal causes and policies and 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 being anti uh well being pro-life and other otherwise known as uh being a democrat being a normal person be a real pro-life person, someone who actually is pro-life, he would do it. He would be, he would lead the the uh, LGBTQ uh, gay rights parade. He would be 
insisting on more trans soldiers in the military. He'd be calling for trans soldiers to all have the surgeries paid for by we the people instead of violating their, their rights, their human rights, and kicking them out of the military, these, these American soldiers that have given more to this country than this, the entire Twitler crime family could ever do in a, in a zillion lifetimes. They could never catch up given all they have taken. A, an army, that's what they are, the, a, an army of takers that lord over an army of human beings, not all of them, who sacrifice for this country. What, are they, what, is, what does a Trump know about sacrifice? They don't sacrifice anything, much less for their, this country. They would throw each other under the bus. They would throw their own goddamn mother under the bus. You know it. Twitler tried to throw his own father under the bus when he was dying. He tried to get his father to sign over power of attorney to him in an underhanded way, and the father didn't do it. Because he said, this doesn't smell right. He, he tried to get him to sign documents trick him into signing them. He wasn't above board. Hey, Dad, I need to be your power of attorney. He was trying to steal the power of attorney from his brother, who was the power of attorney. That's who Donald Trump is, and he was doing it not so he can manage his father's estate fairly and equitably for the rest of his family. He was, at, he, he was doing it so he can continue to steal like a little piglet suckling on the mama pig. That's who he is. Continue to come up with fake corporations, create fake inflated invoices. That's Donald Trump's whole thing. That's his M.O. So, yeah, what does he know about sacrifice? Selfishness is now with him at the helm. And the Republicans and all of their ugly, on the inside, minions, they were all over the White House lawn today. Our lawn. Our house. It's not his house. That's our house. He's sullying our house again, inviting a bunch of sycophants there to trample over everything that makes America great. They wouldn't know greatness. Candace Owens was there today. Oh, well, let me just finish this, uh, talking about uh, Twitler getting his free government health care, courtesy of us, <sighs> when he doesn't pay taxes. He doesn't pay shit. We pay. We pay literally. We pay figuratively. We pay emotionally, spiritually. Some of us pay sexually because we're all too stressed out to, to have sex, I guess. I don't know. To go on a date? Uh, we can't even... Actually, we do pay sexually because we can't even go out anymore. We, can't, we have to stand six feet apart. Oh. This week... Okay, where is it? Where is it? 
he apparently trusted socialized medicine with his life. Needing hospitalization, President, so-called President Trump chose to go to a government-run hospital rather than one of the large private institutions in the Washington, D.C. area. Why didn't he go there? Exactly. Why did he go to a socialized hospital after bashing socialism? Because we know the answer. Socialism is for the rich. We get rugged individualism. Exactly what what MLK said. They like socialism. They just don't want you to get it. It's sort of like, it's, it is um, how shit rolls downhill. And in the Republican Party, socialism is for the rich, and it rolls down as the, the dum-dums who follow them, they adopt a similar ideology of, oh, well, it's okay for them to get public assistance or whatever it might be because they're down on their luck or they they paid into it. But it's others. It's the brown people. It's it's uh you know it's always the other taking advantage they don't take advantage that's their american birthright they're the biggest takers it's fine you know i don't mind if we have a social safety net of course i would like to make it an actual social safety net but it's the republicans the dum-dums who they they don't even have the ability they don't they don't, or the maturity to say thank you instead they they have to ruin it for everybody so it's difficult to reconcile the image of trump walking to get government health care with his attempts during the first presidential debate to denigrate socialized medicine To be clear, Trump was using that term as a slur against Joe Biden. Biden should have turned to him. Well, I guess this was before. But he has been to Walter Reed. They really need to coach him better, Joe Biden. Say when he talks, when he starts going on about socialized medicine, well, I guess, um, now that I'm saying this, Joe Biden wouldn't do that because he's, he's another one. He's not for socialized medicine, so he wouldn't be defending it. He should, but he should say, you, what are you talking about? You love Walter Reed. That's a socialized hospital. It's fine for you, not for us. So Trump was using the term as a slur against Joe Biden. Biden's proposal to expand the Affordable Care Act is not socialized medicine, sadly. Wait, hold on. The damn camera's going off again. I can't find the thing that is supposed to make it focus. That's like what I need. Focus. Focus. Come on and focus. Why won't it focus? God help me. 
This is a good time to go and become a patron, I guess. I don't know. What do I know? Or super chat. Why won't this focus? Hmm. Let me see. All right, whatever. It's It might have to be out of focus. Who cares, right? People on the chat are people on the... Who are listening on po on a podcast? They don't care if it's uh, if I'm out of focus. I probably look better out of focus anyway. For some reason, the focus thing isn't coming up. It's really something's wrong with my computer. Even though it's less than two years old, it's really annoying. <sighs> See what I mean? No wonder I have a knot in my stomach. All the time. Okay, whatever. It's going to be what it is. All right. Here we go. Here We're going back to this article by Jeff Weaver in Jacobin Magazine about s Trump using socialized medicine. In truth... Okay, yes, here we go. The Democratic nominee has been more than clear in both gen in the general election and in the primary season that his program will maintain the largely private health care industry. Ugh, what a sick industry. Right? How sick is it? For-profit health care. Your money or your life. That's what it is. Your money or your life. And it's not a free market. We've been over this before. Because when it's your life, you'll do anything. You'll sell anything. You'll hawk anything. You'll put... If it's your child's life or your loved one's life, you put everything on the table. They have you over a barrel. They literally have a gun to your head, your money or your life. So it's not a free market. It's a racket. So... Democrats, if you're in the Democratic Party leadership and you happen to be listening to this show, take a page from my book. Call it what it is, a racket, private insurance, and, and start calling it what it is that it's not patriotic to leave anyone behind. Start framing it as a patriotic imperative if we want a functioning democracy. This is another thing today. I saw something about, oh, this was at the, we'll talk about this because it was at the White House with all these idiots at the White House. We'll get to that in a minute. So some of them were from the Haitian community or something, and they were saying, what is, what is, um, or uh, whatever, they were interviewing somebody from the Haitian community, and they were like, well, what is Joe Biden going to do for the Haitian community? And... It gets on my nerves when I hear this, things like this. It's another, I don't care if it's on under the radar, it's another divide and conquer. That's what they're saying. We're not Americans. We're, it's, what are you going to do for the Haitians? What are you going to do for the Irish? What are you going to do for the Italian? I mean, it's like, it's, if in order for us to move forward, in my opinion, we're going to have to, Start 
embracing that we are all Americans. What are you going to do for the Haitian Americans? What are you going to do for the, I don't know. It was like when that when Bernie was at that black woman forum. I can't remember what it was called. And they were all up his ass because they asked him what he was going to do for African-American women. And then he said, oh, when I march with MLK and they booed him, booed. For marching with MLK, and then they, because, what what, what was he going to say? I'm going to feed you bonbons? I don't know. When, one for all, all for one. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I got to get out of here. Maybe I got to, that's why I got to get this guy on the show. Get me out of here. Thank you, Jim. Another super chat. Why do Jim and Shannon have to do all the work? I don't know. And me. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. I'm I'm complaining. It sounds like I sound like I'm ungrateful. I'm not. I'm just frustrated in general with life. Getting harassed by right wingers. Getting f- phone calls in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? It's gets on my nerves. And I really start thinking, well, it's not that I start thinking. I've been thinking, is it worth it? What am I doing? Does it make a difference? Does it matter? I know it matters to us, a a few of us, but I don't know. Am I putting myself in in danger unnecessarily? Ah, Whatever, I guess I've had a good life. You know what I mean? So if they shoot me, they shoot me. Maybe if they shoot me and they only wound me, we'll get some patrons. That'll be a good thing. It'll turn, I'll make lemonade out of the lemons, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, in truth, there's no widespread call for making all doctors and nurses employees of the federal government or for hospitals to be nationalized. Such a reform would give us something similar to Britain's National Health Service, which would be great, in my opinion. But, uh, but progressives and increasingly not-so-progressive voters have largely coalesced around Medicare for All instead. Whatever. Fine. Medicare for All is a form of universal health insurance where actual delivery of health care remains as it is now. Fine. Single payer, man. Hey, I don't care. That's what people want. They don't want private health insurance. They want to go to the doctor. It differs from Biden's plan in that Medicare for All eliminates private insurance, but not the private provision of health care, along with co-payments, deductibles, and premiums. That leaves... I'm sorry. I don't have a button, so... That leaves Donald Trump as America's leading poster boy for socialized medicine. Shit. By all accounts, he received top-tier care for an outstanding, from an outstanding team. For an outstanding team? No, he doesn't have an outstanding team. Please. He even received treatments largely unavailable to most Americans who find themselves infected with COVID-19. So much for government involvement being an impediment to innovation in healthcare. Here's another thing. Donald Trump didn't have to deal with what with that most Americans do, as it has been ro- widely reported, 
Americans hospitalized with COVID-19 are facing enormous medical bills in the tens of thousands of dollars. Trump isn't even going to receive a gigantic bill, nor is he going to have to pay a co-payment or a deductible. Nor did his doctors have to argue with the private health insurance company over whether they would cover the innovative treatments that the doctors apparently believed were medically necessary. And you know, if that was us, that's what would happen. This is an experimental medicine. We can't cover that. That's out of your plan. It's not a network. It's an uh, it's um, experimental. It's not approved by the FDA. Exactly. That's exactly what would happen. Oh, God. If only the American people had access to this kind of health care coverage when they and their families face a terrible illness or injury. Well, of course, Twitter lied. He was like, everybody, it's going to be great. You Don't let it dominate your life. You can all get the greatest health care like I have. I'm going to make it available to everyone. I swear. Sort of like when you graduate Trump University, you're going to be the bestest, be bestest businessman or woman or whatever, mostly men. But, you know, we take a couple of broads, too. As long as, you know, even the fives and the fours. If it helps if you're a 10, uh, that's just the way it is. A nine, maybe, a 10. It helps, but I'm a equal opportunity grifter. Just telling it like it is or like it was. Frankly, this entire episode exposes the deep, hypocrisy health reform opponents want to keep from the um, the American people from even getting guaranteed government-administered health insurance. Ugh. Trump's hospitalization at Walter Reed is not only the example. Well, it's not the only example, I should say. I'll be right back. Republican senators and House members re- routinely rely on attending physicians' office on Capitol Hill. They are more than willing to avail themselves of high-quality socialized medicine while they denigrate efforts at providing universal health insurance to ordinary Americans. This socialism for the privileged and powerful and rugged individualism for everyone else is the heart of the Republican so-called love of freedom. In their America, you are free to make the choice between buying your child's medicines and your own You are free to be paid starvation wages. You are free to retire in poverty. And while you are making those hard choices, they will be feeding at the public trough. Whether that be your garden variety billions in tax breaks or subsidies, or as Trump demonstrated, availing themselves to the type of taxpayer-funded health care that they like to tell the rest of us is just so terrible. Ugh, and they make me sick. Adding my editorial comment. <clears throat> so Monday, all right, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I was going to say they're going after, they're going to start this Amy Coney uh Aunt Amy Coney Barrett shit. <clears throat> okay. Let me look at the the chat on Facebook on the restream. Let's see. 
What exactly is democracy? Mr. Memphis asks. Okay, well, I don't have the time. This is I'm getting exhausted already reading that. Biff Chuckerson. That doesn't sound like a real name. That's business. Car insurance and life insurance is the same way. Is that a defense of health insurance? Who is this? She seems sort of angry, says Bob Tuna. I'm the only one watching. Ha ha. Fuck off, Bob Tuna. How about you come over to YouTube and we'll fucking rip you a new asshole. Trump and Z. I hate these Trump anzies. They're like gnats. Landslide for President Trump, guaranteed. Best president in my lifetime, Bob Tuna says. Well, because you're a racist and a dum-dum, Bob. Clearly. You're, I mean, that's what it comes down to. She seems sort of angry. Yeah, I get angry when my country is overrun by less votes getting anti-democratic fascists. You know, I've fought for this country. Others in my family have worn the uniform of this country. Millions have fought, bled, and died for this country. Not so a grifter and his assholes like you, Bob Tuna. Loser. There's There's nothing more pathetic than being the dupe of a con man. Who is this woman? I'm the only one watch. I hate these idiots because I stream on Periscope. I stream all over places. We don't, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't stream on Periscope. It seems to attract a bunch of morons. You know what I mean? And then they all come in. No one's watching except you. Yes, I know. If that's the case, you're not, you're a more, you're, you're nobody. That's right. No one is watching. You're absolutely right. She seems angry. Well, um, I guess you're happy that a bunch of racists are running around destroying this country since that's what you like. You, you're, you enjoy well, well, you you lack the ability to function in a democratic society, so I would imagine you're pretty pleased with, ra- you know, babies in cages, um, racist assholes, giving you the uh, wink and nod to be as ugly as you are. I bet you're one of those, you know, just so happy to say the N word. Walking around in your in Walmart with an M sixteen. Oh my God! I'm trying to log into Periscope. Where are we? Let me see. Why am I bothering with these people? You see what I'm saying? That's my problem because I don't. I'm letting them get to me. You know what I mean? But it's good. It's it comes with the territory, frankly. It's probably only going to get worse as the show grows. So. Right? I mean, it's they were already pranking me incessantly with robocalls. So, what's next? I don't know. 
I can't wait to find out. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to, where is this? Let me see. Is this even streaming? What's happening? All right, whatever. I'll, I'll deal with this later. I was trying to get in there to block that fucking idiot. Why am I doing that? Because I'm uh, in a bad mood. She seems angry. No, you only get angry when black people win with the most votes, right? And try to give everyone health care. That's when you're angry. You're only angry when they don't have enough babies in cages or there are only 10,000, uh, 210,000 Americans dead. That's when you're angry. You're like, only 210,000? You're angry when, you know, we have people who respect democracy, when the world isn't closing their borders to us. You, you're angry. Because the world, here's the thing, Bob. Let me let you know something that you probably know, and that's why you're the eager dupe of a con man. When you step off this mortal coil, the world will breathe a sigh of relief. No one will remember you. No one will care. You have not done a single thing worthy of accolades. You have done nothing to help this country. You happened by accident of birth to be born into this country as a white man. And you need your privilege because you know, you in your racist heart, you understand how inadequate you truly are. And that's what it comes down to. So you need your privilege. Otherwise, who, who will you be? With, when, when we, I just want to let you know, okay? We all know, the secret's out. We know how inadequate you already are. So you don't have to be such a dumb racist. Like, go and, before Twitler removes Obamacare and destroys your pre-existing condition protections for good, until the Democrats, normal people, get control, and then we'll get we'll we'll ensure that even the likes of you will benefit in the society that liberals made possible. But before, in the meantime, go get help, because being a racist is attached to a low IQ, and you know it's an ugly, stupid way to go through life. It really is. Being the dupe of a con man. So get help. It's, you know, the least you can do for your fellow Americans. But that's Republicans. They don't, they do nothing for their fellow Americans. That's their birthright. They wouldn't even put on a mask for their fellow Americans. It's too much work. That's too much unity. Too much e pluribus unum. For the mor morons. Really, so let's get to Twitler's 
where is he? Him on the balcony, the super spreader balcony. Uh, this event that they had at the White House today, using the People's House for another backdrop for his anti-American race-baiting uh, rally, COVID rally. Oh, race-baiting? And Candace Owens was there. Well, she was there as the U- the human shield, the Republican human shield. That's what they do. And she paid, here's the thing, they paid a bunch of her supporters? I don't know. They, they were all wearing these blue shirts. Brexit. Not Brexit, Blex, Blexit, she calls it. Featured speaker at the White House today is Candace Owens. Another dum-dum. What is with Republicans following these young idiots? They have no... They, they barely have life experience. All they have, they're not even, they're not educated. All they have is their ability to regurgitate racist Republican hate. Yes, that's who Candace Owens is. It's who Tommy Lauren is. It's who all of, all of their, uh, Jacob Wall, all of their heroes Milo, Zena, whatever the hell. Another human shield for their their homophobia. They hide behind him. But they all have one thing in common. They 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 act as human shields and they advance hatred against their the very groups of which or is it of which they belong? So Candace Owens blegs it because she says, here's the thing. Is this, oh, let me, give me a second. I'll bring the receipts right now. Um, Candace Owens, her group is blexit. So they want, what she's saying is black people need to leave the Democratic Party because they're buying, the Democratic Party is buying black votes by giving them free stuff. So what's the statistic of, let's see, black? I think it's like over 90%. Over 90% of black people vote Democratic. Let's see. Black party affiliation, strong Democrat. It's the majority. I don't know. I can't find the exact number. So the the point is, majority of of African Americans vote Democratic. The the argument that Republicans put forth is that they vote Democratic because Democrats give them free stuff. Like Unemployment, well, it's like welfare, like food stamps, like um, welfare. And whereas, whereas Republicans, they really have the best interest of African Americans at heart because they don't give them, they don't want to give them free stuff. They want to teach them the dignity of work. 
like um the low what is that the soft bigotry of low expectations by giving people a social safety net that's the soft bigotry of low expectations and the fact is by the numbers and by percentage by percentage i should say white people suck on the social safety net more than more than black people that's just math and um we don't have a very good social safety net by the way it's not an unlimited social safety net you can only um as far you know welfare reform that was clinton's deal the age of big government is over you can't stay on public assistance for your entire life you only have there's a five-year window that's it you can only be on it for for a a total of five years and then of course there are all these work requirements and it's getting more stringent because apparently the american people haven't been kicked and kicked and kicked enough there aren't enough money there's not enough money flowing to the top in the least upwardly mobile country in the uh, of all the western so-called democracies the rich aren't rich enough even though the gap between rich and poor is now wider than it was in ancient rome but candace owens is a racist peddling racist tropes that have been with us forever as, well back in slave times when they wanted to justify keeping slaves it was well we have to teach them the dignity of work it's a good thing that we're enslaving people who have darker pigment because th- otherwise they would be off god knows doing what we're t- we're taming them we're teaching them civilization we're ma- we're civilizing them but that's an old so so let's fast forward to today their um the whole thing that black people vote democratic because they're get, getting free stuff from democrats is bullshit it's nothing but an update of that old racist trope as if black people are just hanging out waiting for somebody to give them shit it's an insult it really is so transparent too and it is offensive but of course they believe it and when when somebody like candace owens peddles it it gives them permission to continue you know they hide behind her to be they look hey candace owens she's saying it she's a human shield for their racism and you will always find them throughout history no matter what cause no matter what group is oppressed you will always find a co-conspirator with the oppressor and that's who Candace always and she's just another low in, low informed ill informed grifter and she's found a bunch of easy marks like twitler has Candace Owens is racist. Absolutely. 
She peddles racist lies, racist policies, and bullshit. She's somebody who thought, I don't know if you remember, uh, in uh, last year, she she's constantly getting uh, putting her foot in her mouth, but, she, but it comes from her being ill-informed. See, Republicans, they don't need to read or learn about history or study. They think they know things from their gut. They feel it in their gut. And then they listen to Rush Limbaugh, and it goes on a loop. And they regurgitate this bullshit. So somewhere in there, Candace Owens, she was, she also, I mean, she, she really, she's another one who likes to take advantage of the very system that she dis- despises and disparages and tries, and, and the rug, the, she take, she likes laying on that rug while trying to pull it out from ever, uh, under everyone else. She sued former employer employers for uh, racial discrimination against her, but you know she's her. Where other people are taking advantage, you see. So Candace Owens, a few months ago, <clears throat> she said. Hitler was okay until he tried to go global. That's who these people are, you see? They're ill-informed. They don't know what the F they're talking about. And they open their mouths and they start spewing this bullshit and steps in the, the billionaire, right-wing billionaire families to fund them and amplify their platform. And then... They get invited to the White House. It, it, this is what happens. They don't do this on the left. And it's annoying, frankly, because, you know, when we got this fucking idiot, Bob Tuna, I'm the only one watching. Well, listen, Bob, fuck you, okay? And also, who would watch you? Every journey begins with one step, you dumb dupe. Come over to YouTube, Bob, please. YouTube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media. God, I hate these people. I'm just done with them. I really do. So pro-Trump personality Candace Owens described Adolf Hitler's plan for Germany as initially okay. While speaking in the same city that the Nazi dictator relentlessly bombed nearly 80 years ago. The remarks came in a newly resurfaced video taken in December at a London event launching the British chapter of Turning Point USA, the conservative campus group she helps lead. Owens' comments were first reported on Friday by BuzzFeed News. Owens was asked by an audience member for her thoughts on the future of nationalist movements. All right, this is who they are. Nationalism, when Trump's like, oh, you know, it got a bad rap. I'm a nationalist. Oh, wait, gee, I wonder why. And Owens repeats it. In her response, Owens says, nationalism has been given a bad rap before pivoting to the Nazi dictator. Gee, I wonder why nationalism was given a bad rap. It's just a bad rap. You know, the extermination of uh, 
how many nine how many Jewish people died in the Holocaust? And that's only one demographic. How many people died in the in oh six million Jews and of course every other minority, uh, mentally ill people, um, gypsies, gays, of course, uh, civilians. I think it was, how many, let's see, how, I should know these things off the top of my head. How many, I think it's 55 million died in, it's probably more though. But that's probably, well, even knowing that is much more than Candace Owens knows about history. Ask Candace Owens, when was the Civil War? What years? What year? What years was World War II? Who fought World War II? What was the first act of aggression in World War II? She knows so much about it. Look at this, 85 million. World War II was the deadliest military conflict in history. An estimated 70 to 85 million people perished, about 3% of the world's population. Well, I wonder why nationalism got a bad rap. What do you think? Thank you, Jim. Another super chat. When we say nationalism, the first thing that people think about is at, at least in America, is Hitler. He was a national socialist. Uh, well, here we go with the little dum-dum babies who can't wrap their minds around complex thoughts. Hitler was a socialist like, I don't know, um, Ted Cruz is a socialist? Uh, like Kim Jong-un? is a Republican. You know, the, Nor the People's Republic of North Korea. The Democratic Republic of North... What do they call that? DPRK. He's as re he was as socialist as that. In fact, what no socialist movement I know would uh, abolish unions... No, he was, but they don't know anything about history. National socialism, just because they call themselves national socialists. They were socialists in the way that they were fascists, and everybody had to be a fascist. They were not socialists. They were fascists. It was a fascist death cult, like the Republican death cult. Oh, well, they had socialized medicine. They had that for years before. Hitler, you stupid freaking part of the problem. If Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine, she says, while standing next to Turning Point USA's founder, Charlie Kirk, another one, another one of these young idiots who don't, know anything. What do they know about history? Why do these people, why are, why do anybody, why does anybody listen to them? The problem is he wanted, he had dreams 
outside of Germany. He wanted to globalize. He wanted everybody to be German, everybody to be speaking German, everybody to look a different way. To me, that's not national. What the? Does she even know what she's talking about? No. But let's put her at the White House. Because nothing is, says uh, the decline and fall of the American Republic than a bunch of pro-fascists, idiots, speaking from the White House, lying, spreading bullshit. Read a book, goddammit. There's all kinds of free shit all over the internet. From you could take, like I said, go on iTunes University, take a class. But they don't need a class because they know it in their gut. They know. Well, he he wanted to go outside Germany. That's when he went off the rails. He wanted everybody speaking German. He wanted everybody to look a different way. What way? What do you mean, look a different way? Wait, should we look all the same? What the hell is she talking about? She doesn't know. To me, it's not nationalism. Well, what is, bitch? So in thinking about it, how could it go bad down the line? I really have an issue with nationalism. Oh, no, I really don't, she says. It's, it's ridiculous. Turning Point USA declined to comment on Owens' remarks and referred to the Daily Beast, who serves uh, to referred the Daily Beast to Owens herself, who serves as the organization's communications director. Asked by the Daily Beast to explain her remarks, Owens said she called Hitler a homicidal, homicidal, maniacal globalist. Oh, okay. Now let's get back to the talking points. She's a glow, you know, they like this whole globalist shit. That's supposed to be, that scares them. And claimed, because there's a lot of different people on the globe. There's different pigments, different religions, different sets of peepees forming marriage contracts. It's very scary. Okay, so she got off stage and they were like, hey, um, you know, we're getting a little blowback from your stupidity. Well, they probably didn't put it that way. They were probably like, uh, Candace, you're great. You're the best human shield we could ever hope for. And, uh, you know, you're not that hard on the eyes. And that's what we need in our anti-democratic fascist death cult. So uh, race, you know, tickling racist funny bones is the best way to advance our kiss-up, kick-down agenda and dismantle pesky democracy once and for all. So keep doing what you're doing. So, but, um, you know, these uh, libtards, they're they're a little, uh, you know, like snowflakes about um, 85 million human beings dying in World War II. So um, when you said that Hitler wasn't that bad, uh, we got a little bit of blowback. So um, you got to say that Hitler is bad, and nationalism is good. Just get around that. Somehow weave in the talking points about socialism or confuse everybody as much as you can. Try to use the semantics, sort of like the way we wave the flag, how we like to wrap ourselves in the symbols of patriotism. 
while not knowing anything about the substance. So use the semantics of the words, you know, when they say national socialism. That's all you need. They'll believe it. So then we say socialism is socialist security, socialist, yeah, that's uh, socialist medicine. It's like Hitler. All of the idiots, like uh, this guy, Ben Bob Tuna, they'll, they'll eat it up because they're, it's tickling racist funny bones. And it come, it's more palatable, uh, palatable coming from you. But whatever. My final comment <clears throat> is that Hitler was the scum of the earth, she wrote in an email, as is the publication that you write for. Yeah, they're all picking on you because they're picking on you. You have this large platform and you're spreading bullshit and you got caught out there, girl. And now you're like... <coughs> Poor little grifter. Got caught out there in her own ignorant web that she wove for herself. She fell into her own ignorant web. She was trying to spread bullshit and she fell right in. God, where do I live? Okay. As is the publication you work for because it's... You know, it's the media. It's one of the pillars of democracies that that essential. It's essential to have uh, for a free democratic society. So, of course, it's bad. We got to knock, knock those pillars of democracy down. So, TPUSA has been dogged by racism controversies, even as its success on college campuses and with conservative donors, have made both Owens and Kirk stars on the right. Let's put the fan on. All this screaming is making me hot. Last October, members of Turning Point Chapter in Florida were revealed to be sharing racist memes in a group chat. Isn't that shocking? So, uh, um, I am not... Um, I, c I don't condone any racism. I'm not racist. This is what I'm sure they said. I'm not racist. And um, I was drunk. What, what are the excuses they use? I wasn't myself. I was, I had a couple of drinks. I, you know, uh, that's a gotcha question. Uh, I, I mean, who's sharing racist memes? Unless you're a racist. Well, that's Candace Owens' group. Tell, I'll tell you this, I wouldn't, as someone who is gay, it doesn't matter, I wouldn't join a group that was racist. But if I, I wouldn't join a group that had a bunch of people sharing racist and, and homophobic imagery. But I'm sure if Candace got that in her chat, the racist memes, she'd be like, <laughs> guys, you're too much. You know, I'm not like those liberal snowflakes. I could I can laugh with the guys with all with you guys. You know, there's no white privilege, I know. There's no systemic racism. I'm I'm here to tell them that. It's okay. 
I'm one of you. Send as many racist memes you can to me. I love them all. I'll just laugh and laugh. And I'll pass them on. Imagine being her family member. What do you do on Thanksgiving? Yes, um, in 2017, the New Yorker reported that a high-ranking TPUSA member once wrote, I hate blacks. Well, what a surprise. What do you... Why do you even need to say that? What is wrong with these people? It's like that lady from that Facebook argument that we shared. What's her name? Now I forgot her name. Natasha Asa. How can I forget? She, blacks don't like, out of the blue, blacks don't like him. Okay. Talking about Twitler. They're free to loot. (laughs) These people are sick. And here you go. That's why, well, once again, another example, they are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. Here's exhibit Z.9.5.6.3. It it requires maturity to function in a free democratic society that is a nation of immigrants, for Christ's sakes. Diverse people all getting together under this thing. You know, e pluribus unum thing. Pledging our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. What do they know about honor? I hate blacks. Yes, but I'm angry, right? Who is she? She seems sort of angry. Yeah, I'm the one who's angry. They're the ones walking around writing, I hate blacks, sharing racist memes. They're sick. Yes, I'm angry. Uh, And that's why I fight these fascist bastards. And I will, till my dying breath, be it long time from now, or who knows. But I'm, uh, they're pathetic. They're, they're, what else is the word? They are simply pathetic. Owens has frequently clashed with other conservative personalities, whatever, who cares? Okay, despite her politics, Owens has repeatedly insisted she's not far right. Of course not. She's not racist either. How could she be? She's black. And I heard someone say, how could Twitler be racist? He's got Jewish grandchildren. He's a sick bastard. That's how. Well, they don't don't count. He's the one that called the... The Tiki Torch fascists chanting, Jews will not replace us. He called them very fine people. I wonder what his grandchildren will think of that when they're old enough to figure it out. But Republicans, they follow idiots over a cliff. All they have to do is repeat the racist kiss-up, kick-down talking points. Same old Nazi tactics. Tell them they're under attack. Right? And then denounce the pacifists for lack of patriotism. 
That's the other part. But that's why these these Republicans wave the flag and talk about patriot. They're patriots everywhere you go. Every time they have a show, you see flags everywhere because they don't understand the flag, what it means. It's so easy to wave a flag. But it's a much harder, uh, well, really, it's not hard for normal people, but it's hard for them to grasp the substance. That's why they look to, what's, what is Candace Owens, what's her creds? Did she go to school? Where did she learn her racist tirades? I don't know. Where did she, let me look it up. Let's look at her Wikipedia. Candace Owens, author. Well, sure. Sure, she's an author. She hired a ghostwriter, commentator, a political activist. Because when you got that, when you got the Mercer family on your side, they take it, they take care of it all. But believe me, she's not here. She's like me sitting with the ecam, trying to figure out ecam. Please, cutting in little cl- clips and ugh. She's got a whole staff for that because they figured out they got a live one on the hook and they could ride her straight to the intergenerational entrenched oligarchy. She will be a good, good human shield. Initially critical of Donald Trump, she's, oh, please, oh, please. They put that in there to, you, you realize, I mean, this is the Wikipedia page. They don't have any, anything. They have no citations for that. Initially critical of Donald Trump. And the citation is, when you click on it, that is Donald Trump's Wikipedia page. There is no receipts. Of course, initially critical. What does she say? Bullshit. Well, that's how they earn their cred. I'm a Republican, and or I, I, I'm on the fence about Donald Trump. I, I didn't like him. Just stop the tweeting. That sort of somehow gives her more cred. Owens has become known for her increasingly pro-Trump activism as a black woman. You know, if there were any examples of her critical criti- criticism then uh, of Twitler, there would be citations. There wouldn't be a citation that takes you to Donald Trump's Wikipedia page, okay? Uh, they They know the power of propaganda. You realize that right wingers in the Heritage Foundation and all of these right wing think tanks, they have interns. They make Wikipedia pages. They edit Wikipedia pages. It's part of what they do. They go online. They make fake accounts. They try to give the class war that seeming average Joe stamp of approval. Oh, Jesus. The show is over already? How is this happening? I can't believe it. Guys, my name is Tara Devil on, on Progressive Voices. You can hear the rest of the show on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you so much for hanging out. 
My name is Tara Devlin. Please become a patron. Share the show with your friends. Go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Because we don't have the Mercer family. This ain't Candace Owens. God, I had a life to live. I have a goddamn master's degree. You know what I mean? I don't just go from my gut. Holy moly. Where do we live? And, well, liberals built this country. Remember that. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency. We're on the right side of democracy. I should have ended it a little sooner. I got to get better at that. When does that cue end? I got to really figure that out. All right. What else? What else? What else? Yes, they funded Breitbart on the chat. Yes, exactly. Yes, they did. Oh, my God. Somebody. Oh, give me strength. Please, please, please. Okay. I need strength. All right, what was I talking about? Candace Owens. And because she was at the White House today at the Super Spreader Rally. And let's see. We really need to do a show on Monday. There's so much to talk about. I hope that somebody becomes a patron and gives me an excuse to do a show on Monday. If you do a show, if you become a patron, I will do a show on Monday. You don't have to be a patron for like a lot of money how about two dollars a month right so yeah maga and the nationalist agenda the make america great again maga slogan is nothing new on the evening of march 21st 1915 president woodrow wilson attended a screening of the birth of a nation the blockbuster film was based on The Klansman, a novel written by Wilson's good friend, Thomas Dixon. As in the novel, the film presented a resurgent view of the South and its glorification of the Ku Klux Klan. Wilson endorsed the film wholeheartedly, only to embolden a KKK white nationalist reign of terror on African Americans. The Klan created uh, a... Where am I? The Klan created a, I don't know how to pronounce this word, I'm sorry. How do you pronounce it? Shibboleth. Shibboleth. How do you, shibboleth? Which means a custom, principle, belief. To accompany their resurgence and terrorism, make America great again. This is a story from Counterpunch by Matteo Pimpinel. Ronald Reagan and the Republicans used the theme successfully throughout Reagan's presidency. Decades later, Tea Party, patriots, quote-unquote, white nationalists, the alt-right, conservative Republicans, proclaimed the same MAGA. Only this time, the invocation conveys more of an urgency and vitriol. They fear the growth of multiculturalism, socialism, and leftists, and a country the white majority is becoming a minority. The leader of the emergent white nationalist movement, the one who gives voice to their fears, is none other than quote-unquote billionaire, fake billionaire, and star of the reality show The Apprentice, Donald Trump. 
with a Mussolini aplomb and stand-up comedy theatrics. It's not stand-up comedy. He's not a stand-up. He sucks. He's just a racist sitting at the end of the bar spewing shit and a bunch of morons sitting there saying, please, please, sir, can I have another? With their mouths wide open like baby chicks while he shovels the bullshit in. Oh, God, oh, God. Trump acting as a master of ceremony salutes his loyal assistants in the context of doing good and then turns on former assistants, usually if they snipe publicly at Trump. All of them who leave... I, I mean, this is me, not the article now. Everyone who leaves, they hate him. They all hate him when they're there. They just can't talk about it. Hold on. I don't want to read this whole article. It's getting long. It's too long, and I'm looking at the time. I wanted to make a point. Would I ever get to the point? There's a lot of things happening. This sucks that the show's only two hours. Maybe I'll do a little longer show. <sighs> I'm exhausted from life, everyone. I really am. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. When I have that guy on the show next week, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might get the hell out of here with him. So, where is Candace Owens? She was on. Oh, she was one of the speakers at the at the super spreader rally today. So Twitter, of course, I was watching the media, the corporate media, and they had to jump in. Here, here we go. Being warmly received by the crowd there well, thank at the you White very House. Much and keep that enthusiasm going. Get out and vote. We got to vote. We got to vote these people into oblivion. Vote them into oblivion. Yes, we will. Don't worry about it, Twitter. So bad for our country. Yes, yeah, so bad. First of all, I'm feeling great. I don't know about you. How's everyone? Drop feeling? dead. Good. Stroke out, I'm liar. To welcome, we call this a peaceful protest. Uh -huh. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Peaceful protest. You see what I mean, guys? I always say. Uh, here it is. Again, another example. They have to pretend that they are normal people. They understand that we have the right, uh, that we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. Otherwise, why do they need to co-opt our idea, uh, our ideals? This is a peaceful protest. They wouldn't know peaceful protest. So they have to pretend that they are a peaceful protest. They use the lingo. They try to adapt, I mean, adopt or co-opt the language of the oppressed. When they are the oppressor. So that's how we know we're on that we will win. Whether it's in my lifetime or not. But we will win. That's why we never apologize for being on the right side of history. And we fight with the moral high ground. And I don't I don't apologize for that. I'm sick of them, the right-wing albatrosses around our national necks. 
they, if we were um, not on the right side of history, there would be no reason to pretend that they're us. Oh, this is a peaceful protest. Ha ha. Look at us. You wouldn't know. No, it's not a peaceful protest. It's a rally. It's a political rally. It's a narcissist super spreader event, but it's a bunch of dupes giving a narcissist, a tax-cheating, draft-dodging narcissist, his much-needed narcissistic supply. It's a minority of morons who really are um, incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. They can only pretend to love it, just like they can only pretend they're a peaceful protest. What are, you know, they're not, they're not, um, they don't know the meaning of what it means to be an American. And I'm sick of pretending that they do, that, oh, let's uh, meet them halfway. You can't meet a bunch of liars halfway. All right, so that annoyed me to no end. Oh, we're here in a peaceful protest. What are you protesting? You have illegitimate power despite receiving fewer votes. You're protesting that what? You can't, you need four more years to fuck it up some more? You got to kill more Americans? You got to put more Americans on the bread lines. You got to drag us to the third Republican Great Depression in a hundred years. That's not enough. You need four more years to make America great. Keep America great, he says. Keep. What's great about America? The whole world has shut their doors to us. We have Americans dying of of covid getting bills million dollar bills from hospitals while the con man walks away scot free on the taxpayer dime i'm sick of them and then we got this the you got the dummies the dupes who do nothing like bob tuna to go on online, what has Bob Tuna ever done? I want to know. Is, is that even his name, Bob Tuna? To go on a, a thread. You know, you got all the whole, you got the whole world there, Bob. Do a show. Do your own show. You know what I mean? Go on, learn something. How about you do some research of who... Who you're supporting, the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-sucking con man. But that's who they are. They are, like I say, the anti-democratic death cult. They hate America. They can't function in America. They can only pretend to love America by waving the flag like little babies. But they don't know what the flag means. They only know... Hey, there's a white guy. Remember that? Oh, there was a black guy in the White House. That was too much for them because they don't like black people. They have been taught their whole wasted 
fragile, ego, selfish, little lives, little lives that someone was getting over on them because, because they, they, in order, in order, you know, that someone was the brown people getting over on them in order to distract them from the fact that they were being ridden mercilessly to the bank by people like the con man. The dupes, it makes me, I'm done with them. I'm really done with them. They're part of the problem. I'm not, I don't care. Meeting them, have understanding them. No, they're a minority. They're a uh, peddling a minority ideology that is not democratic. It's not America. It's disgusting. As they are. They offer nothing. They never bring anything to the table. Never. They say nothing. They're, they're, chi- they're children. Like that, I'm thinking right now of that, what was that, that parade they had at the villages. All these old white crackers in their golf carts. White power, screaming white power. You freaks. I guess you're just angry that the world keeps evolving without you. And we will. We will continue to evolve. And when they step off this mortal coil, the world will breathe a sigh of relief. The world will ease up. It'll, it'll be better for them leaving it. And they know that. That's why they hate this country and they hate America. That's why they got to go on on social media and what? Be a dupe of a con man? It's pathetic. Oh, my God. So, but Republicans are pathetic. They make a, they make it, uh, it's, a, it's a pattern. Them following low information, willfully ignorant um, propagandists and grifters and people who don't know what they're talking about. These young grifters, for example, well, he's not a grifter, I guess. In a way, he was. Jonathan Crone. Remember Jonathan Crone? It reminded me when I was watching the White House thing. Here, here. Well, let's just play this for one more second here. To the White House in support of the incredible men and women of law enforcement and oh, yeah. all of the people oh, that law and so order. Well and Meaning. I have to tell you, our black community. Keeping. Our oh, well, they have their human shields there. Candace brought the human shields. But before going any further, I want to thank all of you for your prayers. I know you've been praying. Oh, and yeah, I've been praying for you, honey. All right. In that hospital, I was watching down over. Down. You were watching up and from I hell. to say hello to those people, and I took a little heat for it, but I oh. do it again. Let oh, you took a little you. heat. You'd do it again. You'd ride around again and, getting uh, your Secret I, Service sick. On behalf of myself sick. and the First Lady, uh, just has been Ugh. really an incredible outpouring. You mean Trophy Wife number three? very, very big with very, Oh, wait. With here we go. Because we cannot allow our Listen country to, his to become 12th grade a socialist nation. We cannot let that happen. Vocabulary. Oh, it's yes, but keep your socialist security and your socialist pre-existing condition protections. 
I want you to know our nation's going to defeat this uh, terrible China virus, as we call oh. it. Yeah, the and cheering. Yeah, racism, xenophobia, hate. Sick and we're going to recover, and the vaccine is uh, coming yeah, sure. out very, very quickly. Yeah, just very, time, listen to know, him. Very, very Does he have any other words than very, very? I can't take it. Every time I say very, I want to punch myself in the mouth. Uh, coming out very, very quickly in record time. As you know, it's coming out very, very, very soon. We have great, great companies doing great, it. Great, great. Very, very. Uh, distributing it, and we will through our military very, very rapidly. Holy shut the up. Of the American, uh, very, the American very. Spirit, I think, more than anything else. The very, very Science, American spirit. Will eradicate the China virus once and for all. Oh, we'll China virus. Yay. Big flare That's all they have. Big flare-ups in Canada. More racism. In Canada, you saw that today. Oh, yeah. Everybody else is having a problem. Now, in Canada, they have... What do we have? I think they have um, a total 35,000 cases. It's on ballparking here. I, I read this, so I don't know the exact number. They have a total cases. We had that in one day. They have total cases that we had in one day yesterday. So their entire country, So, but, you know, he has to point fingers. Oh, look, in Canada, they're, they're having a flare-up, just like here, because we suck here. And then he's going to say, we shut it down. We shut it down. That's all he's got. You shut it down. They said not shut it down, but we shut it down. No... You didn't shut it down. That's the other thing. There were Swiss cheese exceptions. So he's a liar. What? I mean, come on. <laughs> he's a liar. Suckers are born every minute. Trump and Z's are living proof. Very, very. They're very, very living proof. Uh, it's going to disappear. It is disappearing, and with vaccines, are going to help. And oh my God, somebody help a lot. A I lot. just want to thank everyone this afternoon. What beautiful colors! Where did you get that color, Candace? Oh, Candace, you That's human shield, you. What a beautiful color! I want to get one of them. I want to put one of them on instead of a white shirt. Oh, do it! Oh well, wow. put some Goya you, beans though, on it too. Every day, more black and Latino Americans yeah. are leaving more human shields. politicians and their failed ideology. Yeah, sure. That's what they are. Of course they, they are. Right. For many Bullshit. Years and many, oh, many so decades. failed. Keeping people out of poverty. That's socialist security for you. Yeah, failed. Oh, the war. They always like to say the war on poverty failed. First of all, it doesn't help when Republicans are consistently undermining every step you take but the war on poverty didn't fail millions were lifted out of poverty just because you don't eradicate poverty that's because that's a choice we can eradicate poverty tomorrow if not for the con man and his grifters that's right it's all about wait where do you want to what's your what is your um your what is your purpose what's your you know like they say the budget is a is a moral document you want to funnel more money into the arms of people who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes or you can eradicate poverty 
You can send everybody to school. You investing in each other. You can have universal health care. You know, leave no one behind. All of these policies we need. But dum-dums like, what's his name, Bob Tuna? Oh, God, Bob. If that's even his real name. Uh, Bob Tuna. They, they're the albatrosses standing in our way. Have run nearly every inner city in America, <sighs> and I mean for a hundred years. You do? You mean and it? Policies have delivered nothing but calamity. Oh sure. Poverty, I know. And trouble. Oh. Sleepy Joe Biden's betrayed. Can you believe this? They've played this on MSNBC. This country, you're wrong. Ooh. Why? Shipping your jobs to China. Yeah. That's what they've been doing. We're bringing the jobs back. No, you're not. We're them back. By what? We've been charging China a lot of money. Oh, sure you do. Oh, I'll get to while he's saying China. Okay, well, nobody wants to hear him because he's he's just a lie. I wanted to show you that he has he's just sucks. Why the corporate media cuts into whatever they're talking? It doesn't matter. They're talking about whatever. It's ridiculous. This is why we're in this boat. And then they cut in to show that. That goes on. No fact check. And just let the con man spew. Sleepy Joe. Shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of them. Their baby, baby fucking vocabulary. They're stupid. Racist. Lies. I'm so sick of them. So, oh, you want to talk about... Let, let me take a detour a little bit he said something about china sleepy joe in china this just came out before we went on the air longtime gop fundraiser elliot brody charged with acting as a foreign agent he's is likely to plead guilty this is the in the washington post by matt zaprosky longtime gop fundraiser elliot brody has been charged in a criminal in a criminal information with conspiring to act as a foreign agent as he lobbied the Trump administration on behalf of Malaysian and Chinese government interests. How many people surrounded in surrounding the Trump campaign, Twitler's crime family, have been indicted, went to jail, charged and indicted, pleading guilty. Michael Flynn pled guilty conspiring, what was conspiracy against the United States. Right? Wait, hold on. Against. How many people in Barack Obama's administration were charged with conspiracy against the United States? No. Oh, that must have been, oh, that's because of the swamp. Uh, protected them from... Uh, uh, do you understand how they are destroying this country? Conspiracy against... Oh, that was Michael... What's his name? No, Manafort, Paul Manafort. Among the first charges laid in the FBI investigation into collusion between the Trump campaign and Moscow, one grabbed attention. It couldn't be more dramatic. The first allegation against Paul Manafort and Rick Gates. Guilty. 
guilty, by the way, is conspiracy against the United States. More specifically, Title 18, Chapter 19, Section 371. What does the law say? Firstly, you can't be charged with conspiracy alone. The law is used against two or more people. In this case, Manafort and Gates. Secondly, it can be used against a group who commit any offense against the United States to defraud the United States. Hammerschmidt, in, in 1924, Hammerschmidt versus the United States, Chief Justice William Taft, who became president from 1909, blah, 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 defined defraud to conspire to defraud the United States means primarily to cheat the government out of property or money, but it also means to interfere with or obstruct one of its lawful governmental functions by deceit, craft, trickery, or at least by means that are dishonest. That is the whole Trump agenda. They might have been they might as well have been reading his diary. Prosecutors unsealed the 31-page information against Brody on Thursday. And to backtrack a little, the Republicans don't have uh, a, a platform. That's their platform right here. To interfere with or obstruct one of its, the United States, one of its lawful governmental functions by deceit, craft, trickery, or means that are dishonest. That is the Republican platform. You know that. And that's what they're doing. That's what we'll see tomorrow when they start ramming Amy Coney Barrett on the bench despite receiving fewer votes, despite that she is an ideologue with an agenda that is not shared by the majority, an overwhelming majority of Americans. These bastards. And they're all doing it like Hitler stuffed the courts in Nazi Germany so they could... Cut democracy off at the pass. If ever we want to get our democracy back, we'll run into the likes of Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, these un, these ill-equipped flunkies who care nothing for the United States. They only want to make sure they keep you and me and anybody who works for a living in their place. Because that's the whole ideology of, that, of what's really going on. And the Bob Tunas of the world and the Natasha Asses of the world and all of the other dotards that follow the con man, all, all they are are the lemmings who will follow him over the cliff, dragging the rest of us with them by their very pronounced racist funny bone. And oldest trick in the book. That's what makes them so tedious. Prosecutors unsealed the 31-page information against Brody on Thursday, outlining how they believe he took millions in undisclosed money to end a U.S. investigation into a billion-dollar embezzlement of a Malaysian state investment fund separately to return outspoken Chinese exile Guo Wenghui to his home country. A criminal information is a type of charging document typically reserved for those who have agreed to plead guilty in a case. A lawyer for Brody declined to comment. Well, he's going to plead guilty because he doesn't want to, I'm sure he's cutting a deal. 
The allegations mark the, coma, the culmination of a sprawling years-long investigation that began, that became focused in part on a man who helped raise millions for Trump and the Republican Party. Last month, the Washington Post reported that federal prosecutors were zeroing in on Brody after one of his business associates pled guilty and agreed to cooperate in the case. The allegations against Brody are very similar to those against Davis, the, the one who cooperated, Nikki Davis. Prosecutors said that uh, in the charges against Brody that he and others orchestrated back-channel, unregistered campaigns to influence the administration through their efforts, uh, though their efforts were ultimately unsuccessful. Brody, according to the information, previous court documents, and people familiar with the matter, directly made entreaties to high-level people in the Trump administration, including Trump's chief, then chief of staff, Rents Paribas, with a Nazi name, his former deputy campaign ch chairman, Rick Gates, and Twitler himself. Unreal. They're all... Um, a bunch of traitors. It's, I mean, there's no, dis, there's no disputing this. They would sell out their, they, their entire country. Of course, they do it all the time. For themselves, selfishness. It's the Republican, uh, it's, that's their flag. But <clears throat> to get back to Candace Owens, oh, thank you, Dana. Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Dana. <clears throat> How's everybody doing in the chat? I haven't been checking in with you guys. I apologize. Let me see. How much we got? So, um, I will probably go over a little bit. Okay, yeah, so the thing is, Candace Owens, she reminded me of, it's another day at the office for these Republicans. Uh, she's just their latest um, young, they, young Pied Piper du jour. They like to to get, I don't know what it is with Republicans. It doesn't matter who these people are. They will follow anybody. They will follow a three-year-old if he starts spewing Rush Limbaugh's talking points. Just put a three-year-old, well, don't do it because that would be abuse. That would be child abuse. I was going to say put a child in front of Rush Limbaugh's radio show and let this child regurgitate what he hears or she hears, but don't do that. That's not good. You, that's child abuse. But if, if there was a child that did that, these Republicans would think this child is some kind of genius. And they will follow this child. It's the same thing with Candace Owens. It doesn't matter what they say. The fact is, all they need to do is say exactly what everyone else says. What all the talking points that they receive. Listen to Rush Limbaugh. And this is what... Mike Malloy told me that that uh, Hannity, when he was on the radio, that's what he would do. You would know 
Hannity's whole schedule, the, what his show would be that day, all you had to do was listen to Rush Limbaugh because Hannity would get his, he would listen to Rush Limbaugh and get his same talking points with by listening to Rush Limbaugh and, and on and on and on, and they would repeat it. And Twitler does the same thing. In fact, one of the things Michael Cohen said is that I saw him being interviewed again about his book, and he mentioned deliberately that Trump repeats the lies over and over like Hitler advised. The big lie. Repeated constantly. So that's why we need to repeat constantly that Republicans are an anti-democratic, kiss-up, kick-down, death cult masquerading as a political party. They're not American. They're not patriots. I mean, they're American. They're not patriots. They're not patriots because they're confused by patriotism. Candace Owens, over a year ago, I announced my book and Democrats laughed. Over a year ago, I announced Blexit and Democrats laughed. Update, I've been on the New York Times bestseller list for three weeks today. Please, please. What do you want to bet? She's on the New York Times bestseller list. How all Republicans get on the New York Times bestseller list through mass bulk sales. That's what they do. Let's see. Candace Owens. It's, they Now they have a little mark on the New York Times bestseller list. New York Times. Like Don Jr., Trader Tot. Yeah, that's what it is. They buy in bulk, and they do it so they can go around saying, look, look at us. We're on the New York Times bestseller. We have a, the, a popular ideology, but they don't. Nobody's buying that shit book. Who's going to sit there and waste however many hours it takes to read a Candace Owens book? What are they going to get from it? What are they going to be enlightened with? They hire ghostwriters, and then they, uh, their benefactors buy in bulk, and they give these books out as gifts, and then they write them off on their taxes. That's the scam. They write them off as um, gifts, that you know you get if whoever donates five dollars or whatever more than ten dollars they will get a Candace Owens book. That's the scam, and then they write it off on their taxes. So you pay for it, and they get to say I'm on the New York Times bestseller list. But it should be the New York Times bestseller list with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I can't find it, so I'll have to go back to it later. Oh, my God. So, anyway, um, it reminded me of Jonathan Crone, who, I don't know if you guys remember, here's Jonathan Crone speaking at CPAC. He's a child. They had him as their keynote speaker. People have come up to me and said, 
Here, I'll rewind it a little. Uh, many people have come up to me and said, so you're a Republican, you know, you get up there and you do this Republican stuff and you talk about politics. Oh and, I, and I'd always have to tell them that, no, conservatism is not about the party because the party's merely the shell. It's the, it's the inside, it's the filling that really means something. So I want to get that straight. And, but in the book, uh, I define conservatism and I, as I believe it is fit. Upon four categories of principles. Unbelievable. Respect for the Constitution. Respect for life. All right. Guys, that was Jonathan Crone. He's now a liberal, okay, because he grew up. And he said that all he did was repeat Rush Limbaugh. And they put him on as their keynote speaker at CPAC. These idiots. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, F it. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. And we will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right. That, that was a little better. Holy moly. Here. Here's more. I'm going to stay on a little bit longer. If less government, and personal responsibility. This is a child. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I believe, uh, I believe that this is the key, that principle itself is the key to conservatism. Because in many ways, if you do not have a principle, <laughs> place, you do not have policy. And if you do not have policy in many ways, you do not have an ideology. The key also to conservatism is to go over power. Many people and other ideologies think that it is the key to have your to have ideological power and fervor fervor uh in uh the conservative viewpoint we believe that it is principle based oh my god so they made this kid their keynote speaker at CPAC that's i mean meaning that he was the the number one speaker for their whole event he was the pinnacle a child no, not a genius child, clearly. I mean, obviously a very articulate child. But when he grew up, he, uh, he realized he's not a conservative. And he admitted that he was really just regurgitating what he heard on Fox News. So from... Mediaite, I know that's kind of a right-winger. This is an old article by Francis Martel. Remember Jonathan Crone, the former conservative wonderkind, wonderkid, wonderkind? How do you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Was one of the biggest hits at the 2009 Conservative Political Action Conference, releasing a book about his conservative philosophies and aspiring to go to Princeton. Politico caught up with him, and this is in 2012, now 17, and found that, like many young people, his political views have changed drastically, and he has no interest in ever writing a political book again. Asked about his past conservative cred, Politico describes Crone as cringing, explaining that he thought of himself as naive and was inundated with conservative talk as a child. And he says, you really... 
you're really defeating yourself if you think that you have all the ideas in your head when you're 12 or 13. It's impossible, he says. He adds that he is neither liberal nor conservative because I'm tired of being an ideology. So political does an issue rundown. Gay marriage in favor. Obamacare in favor. Who would he vote for? He says, probably Obama. His favorite TV show, The Daily Show and The Colbert Report. His favorite magazine, The New Yorker. And perhaps telling of all, Crone is enrolled this fall, not uh, at a college not exactly known for conservatism, New York University. He credits Nietzsche and Kant for and others for his conversion. It was really reading philosophy that didn't have anything to do with politics that gave me a breather and made me realize that I had a lot that a lot of what I said was ideological blather and it wasn't meaningful. He's also frustrated with the fact that people still see him as the famous child he was. I have to explain to people over and over and over that I'm not a conservative and that I have my own ideas and I'm not just agreeing to everything that every conservative said. It's very hard to break a stereotype. He notes that his career in punditry, punditry suffered for the change, but now that he is 17... He doesn't have that aspiration anymore, but it's good. But it goes to show you what Republicans do. It is a con. They grab this kid who was articulate, and all he did was repeat what he heard on the radio, and they made him their star. Same thing with Candace Owens, except they're not going back. Candace Owens, I mean, she's 31 now. But she should be ashamed. Talk about angry. That's the other thing. Um, They're the angry ones, don't you think? The Republicans, they have everything. They own this country. This country is the least upwardly mobile. It is the widest income gap between rich and poor. The rich pay zero taxes. Their corporations, the largest, most profitable corporations, pay no taxes. That's republicanism. There are, unions are destroyed. Americans are dying without health care. Aren't, isn't that what the Republicans want? That we have to go beg our corporate lord for health care and benefits? Oh, please, my lord, trickle on us. We have to stay in dead-end jobs because we need health care. Uh, Americans have to sign up for the military because they need health care. That's republicanism. They love that. That's conservatism. They want you to be uh, on your ass so you don't rise up. Oh, God. God. All right, guys, whatever. <sighs> no, sighing is not good. Sighing is like a sign of depression. Candace Owens needs to be deprogrammed. Yep, Errol Thomas says. She won't be because she's in it for the money. She's getting paid. 
She's getting paid. Who could be her relative? You know, when they get together for Christmas or whatever. Blexit. What the hell is Blexit? It's a, it's a grift. I'd like to say it's like the Blacks for Trump, that famous picture, Blacks for Trump booth. And there's a picture of all these white people standing around and the Blacks for Trump. Of course, if you're a black person and you're spewing this bullshit, they put you right up front. They, they want you there. How come? Uh, of course, well, that's why they use, uh, what's his name? Who's the black? Rick? I always ask the same question. Is it Rick? Um, who's the senator? Not Rick Scott. Tim. Tim, right? Tim Scott? Yes. Who's the black senator? So whenever they have some kind of racist bill, they give it to Tim. So the human shield. All right. There's many more things we need to talk about, so I hope we can do a show on Monday. Thank you all for your... Thank you, Shannon, for your generous super chat. Thank you, Jim, as always. Jim, three times super chat. Thank you, Dana, for your super chat. Dana, Jim? And, yeah, that's it, so... Um, we'll see what happens on Monday. Maybe there'll be a show. I don't know, whatever. Maybe I'll be, I'll just, I'll be done finally. Oh, I don't know. Guys, I better get out of here before I say something that I will regret. Thank you all for hanging out. I really appreciate it. If you want to join us on Discord, the... Link is in the chat. We get together during uh, in between shows. Paraduis says, "Say it." No, I'm just I'm getting it. I'm in a mood. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm just something. You know what I mean? I'm tired. <sighs> so I better shut up. I'm exhausted from life, and I am. I don't know. I go into that existential crisis of. What should I do? Should I keep doing the show? I mean, like, it gets on my nerves. I'm sharing with you now. That, you know, it gets on my nerves sometimes. That I, I like, all these assholes constantly, these right-wingers, even though it's a sign that, of course, it's going to get worse. And I'm doing it right. If I'm making them mad, it just bothers me. And then I, the point is, you know, I'm uh, tired of saying, please become a patron. It's just annoying. But what else can you do? I got to shut up about it, really. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe I should just pretend in my mind. You know what I mean? I really need to just shut up about it and leave my existential crises for my shrink. 
So anyway, guys, I guess that's why. Who knows? Maybe you tune in because you're waiting for me to finally have that last meltdown and hang it up <laughs> and just be like, bye, and delete delete the whole channel. All right, guys, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. I appreciate it. I got to go see Ray, the littlest of all cute little kittens. And remember, there are a lot more kittens out there right now suffering and who need help. So if you have a cat or a kitten or a dog or any kind of animal, be nice to animals. That's what I really want to do. Be nice to animals. If uh, we had a normal functioning society, we would have a show about animals, maybe. All animals. That's it. But we have to deal with fascism. And it sucks. And that, how come they haven't called me today? That's weird. They keep calling. Let me see in my my calls. They called yesterday. They call all hours of the day and night. 4 a.m., 2 a.m. But they didn't call today. I was hoping they'd call during the show. You know, the, the robocalls. I'm getting prank robocalls for those who don't know. They're right-wingers prank robocalling me. I'm trying to accumulate as many as I can, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go make a police report, <laughs> and then I'm going to try to find out who's doing it. From I'm going to call up my uh, provider and see if we can figure it out because there, it's a violation. I mean, it's, a, it's against the law to harass people on using the phone or to harass people in general. And it's definitely harassment when you're getting robocalls cursing at you at all hours of the day and night. You know what I mean? Like, like they're clearly calling to bother me and also to scare me too, but it doesn't scare me. I'm not scared at all. I don't care. It's just, I enjoy it. So... Because it means it means that somehow I'm getting on their radar. So that's good. So I don't know. Do something. Try to attack me. That'd be great for the show. Frankly, I'd be happy. It, and I mean it. <laughs> do it. I'll get it on video. It'll be great. And then we'll finally maybe get some get a little notice or something i don't know all right who cares guys my name is tara devlin who cares about that really and like i always say you know it we stick together we win and we will win as twitler knows it that's why he has to lie candace owens knows it that's why she has to lie and they have to, they're not about peace, justice in the American way. They're about making this country like the same kind of system the founders rebelled against, where the rich own everything and everybody else 
knows their place awaiting their rewards in heaven. But that's what we do with show, because we have um, our work cut out for us. So I appreciate doing this, getting together with you, and uh, you do give me hope, so thank you. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency and the right side of democracy. Become a patron if you can at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And maybe we'll have a show on Monday. If you do become a patron, I'll do a show. But if no patrons, no show. You know, that's how it goes. All right. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you as soon as I'll see you when I see you.